Let's pray. Good and gracious God, wash over us your Holy Spirit. May we be met by you in this moment. May my words, O oh God, be your words. Help me get out of the way in Jesus' name. Amen. Today marks a day in the life of the church that we know as All Saints Day. As I reflect upon the year of 2020, remembering our saints seems even more precious this year. Maybe that is because we have not been able to grieve in our normal ways. Like most things in 2020, every moment has been disrupted, even our ways of remembering our loved ones who have passed away. We have been unable to hold the hands of those who have lost wives and husbands, fathers and mothers. We have been unable to gather and offer comfort as a community of faith when it is needed most. Even though we have not been able to gather in the ways we would normally, it does not stop us from remembering those we have lost this year. Please remember with me as we see the saints of 2020. Remembering is important. It is the age-old reason people carve their initials into trees, place their hands in cement, and chalk their names on rocks. They want to leave their mark. They want to be remembered. But for the living, the real marks left behind by those who have gone before are the ones they've left on us. A hug, a smile, a timely word of advice. We want to remember those we've loved and lost, not only for them, but also as importantly for ourselves, to mend, to heal, to live, and never to forget. Jesus told us to remember. As he put the bread in the hands of the disciples and broke the bread, he said, take, eat. Do this in remembrance of me. He told them to remember as he placed the cup in their hands and said, drink you all of this. This is the blood of the new covenant, the new promise. Do this in remembrance of me. In the face of death, Jesus taught us that the gospel remedy is to remember, to remember that this is not our final destination. All Saints Day is also known as All Hallows Day, and it comes the day after All Hallows Eve, which we know as Halloween. Did you know that All Hallows Eve or Halloween started out as a Christian holy celebration? To see the celebration of Halloween these days, it's hard to imagine. However, in the years of Christianity, so many had been martyred for the faith that the church created a day and a way to remember. And now we know this as All Saints Day. The scripture gives us a vivid description. The scriptures give us a beautiful picture of the saints in several different places in God's word, but the most vivid one I think is in the letter of Revelation, chapter seven, verses nine through 17. I have asked Brent Harding, who lost his father to COVID this year, to read it for us. Today I'll be reading from Revelation seven, verses nine through 17. After this I looked and there was a great crowd that no one could number. They came from every nation, tribe, people, and language. They were standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They wore white robes and held palm branches in their hands. They cried out with a loud voice, Victory belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. All the angels stood in a circle around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. They fell face down before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and always. Amen. 
Then one of the elders said to me, Who are these people wearing white robes, and where did they come from? I said to him, Sir, you know. Then he said to me, These people have come out of great hardship. They have washed their robes and made them white in lamb's blood. This is the reason they are before God's throne. They worship him day and night in his temple, and the one seated on the throne will shelter them. They won't hunger or thirst anymore. No sun or scorching heat will beat down on them, because the lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them. He will lead them to the spring of life-giving water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Thank you, Brent. I know Richard is smiling from heaven right now. John, the author of the letter of Revelation, gives us a vivid description of the saints gathered at the throne of God, dressed in white robes, offering worship and praise. We are to remember that we are not a small group of followers like in the day of Jesus. This crowd in heaven is composed of all who were faithful followers of Jesus Christ throughout the generations. We are given a glimpse of glory where God is being praised. We are finally home. Remembering is the way God designed us and such a vivid part of our identity as followers of Jesus Christ. However, the reality of our human condition is that we forget. Let's face it, we are forgetful people. I am notorious at forgetting important events like birthdays and anniversaries. I often forget how old I am or how many years I've been married. Joe does much better at that than I do. However, he forgets where he placed his keys and wallet all the time. So together we balance each other out, I guess. While these kinds of moments are frustrating, they are easily fixed. What's far more harmful is what I call spiritual amnesia, when we forget who we are and whose we are. Spiritual amnesia is something that every single person is vulnerable to and must learn to defend against. We need to remember who we are and whose we are. In the midst of uncertainty and doubt, we must lean into our faith. You know, sometimes you just need to visit home to remember who you are. Sometimes I travel back to my childhood home and I will sit in my old room. My mom has not changed it, by the way. It still has the blue carpet and the white paneling that I picked out in sixth grade. Ugh. And as I sit there and remember, I remember my loved ones who have passed and what they taught me. I remember praying with my Uncle Bill as he knelt to pray before going to bed. I remember my granny and how she taught me to sing out of a hymnal behind an old coal stove. I remember the talks with my Aunt E, who always seemed to understand what I was going through. I remember that I am a follower of Jesus Christ because my saints taught me. They taught me of Christ's love, and then I accepted Christ for myself. In the Gospel of John, Jesus only uses the word home twice, and both times he uses the word in relation to remembering. He says, in my father's house, there are many homes or dwelling places, as some translations say. Jesus continues with, I go to prepare a place for you. This is not a temporary home, but a large one enough to encompass the love of God and all whom this love unites. It is hard for our minds to even comprehend the place God has prepared. Barbara Brown Taylor writes, it is John's idea of heaven to move in with a God who has moved in with us. When God and Jesus move in with us, apparently they make lots of keys. 
keys for the Holy Spirit, keys for other disciples, keys for all kinds of indwelling cousins in Christ, coming and going. We learn to recognize each other and to call upon each other for everything that people who live together do. Beautiful. Do you need a remedy today? Take a good dose of remembering. I needed to FaceTime my granddaughter Tessa this week. She was having a hard time with virtual learning. She was frustrated and in tears, so we did some remembering together. I reminded her that this was a difficult time and that her feelings were shared by many other students and parents, amen? I reminded her that she was smart and beautiful and was given a pure heart from God. That has been a gift she has been given. I reminded her that I loved her more than I could ever tell her, and I reminded her that God loved her even more. She needed to remember. Maybe you do too. In the second letter of Peter, he says this, Therefore, I intend to keep on reminding you of these things, though you know them already and are established in the truth that has come to you. And I will make every effort so that after my departure, you may be able at any time to recall these things. He's talking about God's love and truth, God's promises. And like Peter, I want to remind you, remember you are not alone. Remember Jesus has prepared a place for you now in this life and forevermore. Remember the saints who have taught you great lessons and given you the keys of love and grace. Remember, you are called to share that love with others. The gospel remedy is for all people. Remember that this is not our final destination. God has made a home for us not made with human hands. Until then, God has left us many reminders along the journey. Just think of big post-it notes all around you that say, love one another. Do not fear, my grace is enough. Nothing is impossible for God. Do this in remembrance of me. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.